This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 247. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, in some recent episodes, we've talked about how a couple of the more popular diet plans, namely Paleo and Whole30, fit in with a vegetarian, vegan, or a plant-based lifestyle. If you want to hear more about the, those particular plans and what we talked about, check out episodes 245, which is on the Whole30, and 241 is a vegan lifestyle right for you, which is the combination paleo-vegan. Which always makes me giggle for some, just the word vegan. It, it just sounds funny. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's and it was out there. That wasn't something we created. That nope. was out there. All right. In today's episode, we discuss how the ketogenic diet meshes, or doesn't, with a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to explain what the ketogenic diet is and what some of the medical experts say about the plan and also about how this jives with a veg or plant-based lifestyle. But before we get into that, dun, da, 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 da. new rating. Yes, we have a new rating. So this is from uh, Fluffmeister1914. Fluffmeister. Fluff. Fluffmeister, who uh, says, helpful group. I recently have transitioned to a plant-based diet for health reasons and found your podcast. The hardest thing has been removing dairy and sugar from my diet. It's been so helpful to hear others' suggestions, tips, and struggles. I joined the Peas and Carrots Facebook group, too. Real life, everyday topics, and the variety is great. Well, thank awesome. you so much. Thank you so much for leaving us that rating. Every rating helps more people find us, which is amazing. And I know more people are finding us because mm -hmm. since I've been working full time on our stuff, I've been doing a lot of the social media and I see a lot of new membership requests coming into the Bees and Carrot Society, which is our closed Facebook group. At okay, you got to say it. What up? What up? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like waiting for that other shoe to drop. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is uh, our close Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And when people, we have a couple of questions there before you get into the group that we ask people to uh, answer because we want to make sure that, you know, they really wanted to be in the group. And by the way, if you had requested and you have not uh, answered those, please do so because we we don't let you in typically if you don't answer them, um, those questions, because we just want to make sure, again, we want to be very protective of the folks. And there were we just rounded 2,000 members in the Peas and wow. Carrot Society. And so we want to make sure that we are letting people in that are going to not disrupt and actually add value to the group, which... Um, which is what we strive to do. But getting back to my original point, when people answer the questions, a lot of times they say, I heard about you on the podcast or I Googled in or Googled or did an iTunes search mm -hmm. for vegetarians, mm -hmm. uh, vegetarian podcasts. And we come up and the reason we come up is because people like Fluffmeister1914 <laughs> take the time to leave us a review. So thank you so much for doing that. Awesome. Okay, are we ready to get into the ketogenic diet? Yeah, let's get right into this ridiculous thing. And uh, <laughs> she's not I think holding I just, back already. <laughs> I think I just gave away my feelings on this this ridiculousness. All right, all right. So let all me right. get into it. So you know, I had heard about this because I'm a big follower of uh, Tim Ferriss, who, the Tim Ferriss podcast. He's um, 
it's hard to describe Tim Ferriss exactly what he does, but he I will say everything. he's a, he's a he's a constant learner. And what I love about him, his podcasts are typically long form, and they go like two hours sometimes over. Uh, I love them, but. I've heard him talk about the ketogenic diet before. hadn't really looked into it too seriously, but when since we've been doing some episodes recently about how some of the different popular diet plans fit in with a vegetarian, vegan, or plant-based lifestyle, I thought I'd do a little bit more looking into this. Well, isn't isn't Tim Ferriss where you first heard about uh, bulletproof coffee too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's all a part of this. That's too, right. So. Okay. So essentially, and this is something I did not know, this diet is not unlike some of these other plans. Is not really that new. It's been around since the 1920s or some form of it. And it was primarily used to treat children with epilepsy. And I'm going to hmm. exchange why. I'm, I'm going to exchange <laughs> I like to exchange yeah, this diet. I'm going to explain why, <laughs> but essentially it's because it changes the source of where your brain gets its energy. Hmm. So that's interesting, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's interesting. Um, now, this diet over the decades has made a few comebacks, and we ju- you just mentioned like with the bulletproof, the whole mm, bulletproof right, thing, and it's come right. back with that as a way of eating. But essentially what it is, it's high fat, adequate protein, Low carb diet. And when I say low carb, I mean almost no carbs. We're talking 20 to 30 grams of a day. carbs a day. That's like, yikes. What is that? That's like nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah. Uh, now, it what it does though is it forces the body to burn fat rather than carbs. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And it's usually carbs are in food are just a little bit of a. Uh, science. We're not going to geek out too much about this, but usually carbs in food are converted to glucose and then transported around your body for fuel, including your brain. So if there are low carbs in your diet, then the liver converts fat into fatty acids. And these are called ketone bodies. Now Mm -hmm. there's different components of ketone bodies, but again, I'm not going to get too scientific about this. Uh, Essentially the ketone bodies pass to the brain and replace glucose as an energy source. Hmm. So your body becomes a fat burner. This is what how they sell this particular plan. Right. Is that your body becomes a fat burner rather than a sugar burner. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So uh, it's the elevated level of ketone bodies in your blood. So this is called the state of ketosis. So this is the ideal for someone who's on this plan. This is really the the what they're striving for is this ketosis, the elevated levels of ketones in the blood mm-hmm. which and this this particular state is what has helped epileptic children with seizures so hmm. about 50% of those children put on a keto diet have experienced lower amount of seizures hmm. which i guess if that's that makes sense right 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 and you know i mean in and of itself i mean the the idea behind it is not I mean, it doesn't sound bad right mm-hmm. so you're just changing so instead of burning sugar you're burning fat and i mean i when you just say that and stop i mean that sounds like okay well you can see why that would be appealing right right, right. Now, um, now something that makes the keto dif- uh, diet different you might say well that kind of sounds like the atkins diet mm-hmm. or something um what makes it different different from that is that unlike other low carb diets, it is not protein loading. It's mm. more about fat loading. See, and that's that's where I take issue with this whole thing. <sighs> yeah. So 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 you know proteins. When you're talking about protein, proteins in the ketogenic diet come from animals. So mm-hmm. and it's fatty cuts of meat like uh, chicken thighs, um, lamb, which has a high fat content, goat, uh, grass fed fatty, you know, beef, that kind of thing. 
and then the uh, the ketogenic diet overall is eighty percent of it is from healthy fats, so uh, olive oil, grass fed butter, palm oil, nuts and seeds, and so it, it's all about the fat, right? That's right. That's right. They also exclude high carb foods, like and so do a lot of other of these mm-hmm. low carb diets, like mm-hmm. starchy vegetables, uh, fruit, bread, pasta, grains sugar which a lot of these other diets do as well but again it increases the amount of fat like heavy cream butter ghee oh and the other thing Mm -hmm. is no grains or any products made of flour right and so i mean in that in that sense they're they're uh yeah, they kind of mesh with like the Atkins and the the low carb diets and everything. Right. And the difference, I guess, is that those diets emphasize uh, lean protein, right? That's right. This is fatty protein, and I think that's where. And I guess also on this, it's okay to keep eating vegetables like um, broccoli and other cruciferous vegetables, leafy greens, cucumber, zucchini, things like that. Just not, but starchy. nothing starchy. So no potatoes, no anything like that, and I guess no fruit because that contains sugar. That's that's right. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's where it loses me. Even if I was, uh, even if I did eat meat, that's where it would lose me. Because, you know, when you start, when you eat nothing but fat, you're going to introduce a whole, whole lot of, of health issues, heart issues and cholesterol issues and all sorts of issues. And I know we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I was going to say. But that's, my, that's yeah. my issue with it. Yeah. You know? Okay. So with that, let's talk about some of the pros and cons by folks in the medical industry. Uh, okay, so first we have some pros, and I put short-term benefits if you see that in our mm-hmm. outline, <laughs> because these are more which you can immediately see, but the real issue comes with the long term yeah, on so this it's particular not sustainable. diet. That's right. So, pros: rapid weight loss. You can see probably why because uh-huh. there's no carbs, <laughs> right. and that in itself I don't think is healthy. But, yeah. You know. All right, reduced fasting glucose, mm-hmm. reduced post-meal glucose, reduced A1C, reduced total cholesterol. Now, this is short-term, because mm-hmm. remember. Uh, and then reduced LDL cholesterol. Short-term, again. Right. And then some of the, the cons. Now, these go to the long-term. Like, if you're on this for more than, you know, just a short period of time. Uh, constipation, ick. Uh, increased cholesterol. And that makes sense, right, with what I was saying with the when you're eating all these, these um, fats. Uh and animal fats at that. So increased instances of bone fractures. And again, you're not getting any calcium if you're dead. Well, now I, 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 okay, not, yeah, not, if you're, if you're eating fatty dairy products, you're getting calcium, but it's the wrong kind of calcium. That's right. And when we, when we talked about giving up dairy in that particular episode, we talked about how our consumption of dairy products to include milk. Milk is not part of this, probably because of the. That's actually one of the banned uh, mm-hmm. items from this list, but um, for this particular diet plan. But we did talk about calcium over too much calcium. Like heavy cream is part of this, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and butter and ghee does lead to increased uh, bone, bone fractures mm-hmm. because your body goes into a state of inflammation. Right. And uh, anyways, without right. getting too far without, down that yeah. path, that's we where have that another comes from. podcast about that. We'll link to the cal- <laughs> the whole calcium thing. Uh, all right. Uh, also, kidney stones, 
headaches. And again, you can see when you think about these, that it's common sense, right? Headaches, fatigue, lack of energy, poor sleep, brain fog, moodiness, and uh, reduced exercise. So exercise becomes harder. And I mean, think about it, it makes sense. It when you eat a like a really big meal, if you're if you're not a vegetarian, or vegan, you eat a really big, heavy, meat, fatty meat based meal, and you don't want to do anything. Well, and it's also where your body's drawing the the uh, energy, energy from, right? Yeah. So yeah. you're not drawing it from your sugar anymore. Mm-hmm. You're drawing it from fat. Right, exactly. So that, that is different. And actually, in some of the websites that I checked out on the keto diet, it did talk about reducing, just recommending to reduce Mm-hmm. Uh, hard exercise or, right. or, or really exercise overall which so. is just stupid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I, I really i i just i i'm surprised that this is endorsed this is endorsed by any responsible medical professional because i think it's it's totally irresponsible well it's and it kind of goes back to like the atkins right mm-hmm. and so i mean it's those types of things but yeah. i mean there's money behind a lot of this stuff so that's why that's <sighs> why <laughs> okay okay uh can vegetarians or vegans eat key on a uh, eat a ketogenic diet. That's our other question, right? Right. So, yes. And in fact, when you go out to YouTube, you'll find people that say, "I'm on a keto diet and I am a vegan." But when you dig what a little bit, <laughs> when you dig a little bit deeper, you understand that it's not very compatible. And I would venture to say it's not sustainable in the long term. I guess mm-hmm. if you're doing this for periods of time, it might be beneficial. And again, you have to weigh some of this stuff, though, against maybe some of the other medical conditions that you have. If mm-hmm. your diabetes is way out of control, if I, I, I don't know what else. I mean, there's there's things you have to weigh, I guess, against that if you're going to going to take this on yourself but um it just doesn't seem like it's very compatible the biggest thing i think is the restriction of carbs such as pasta beans bread corn and rice and Mm -hmm. for those folks at least i know in our community that eat uh, a plant-based diet of some sort these are big staples Mm -hmm. right these are big staples of that to help us feel full where we get our energy from that kind of thing so i i think it's a little bit difficult to do that Right. And, you know, again, it goes back to what you just said about when you have to weigh like other medical conditions you have, like if you're diabetic and your sugars are out of control. Again, this is not going to, I think when we talked about the whole 30 diet, they had said that one of the benefits is, was it whole 30? One of the benefits was that it helps you to change your emotional relationship with oh, yeah. food, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I don't buy that just like I don't buy this because it's not going to fix that. You know, if you stop, if you do this ketogenic thing for, you know, I don't know, 2 weeks or a month or whatever, um to get your sugars down, you're not addressing the problem that got your sugars high in the first place. Yeah. You know, because this is not sustainable. Yeah. So once you go off of this, what are you going to do? It's not addressing the issue. I totally and that's get that. my problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally get that. Totally. And I totally agree. Uh, the other thing is when the base of it, I, I, and I will attach a link to some of the information. Well, we always have links in the show notes anyways with our sources. But there was a, a particular keto food pyramid 
and you know they just kind of said here's how you should be eating Mm -hmm. and when the base of that pyramid is eggs dairy and meat Mm -hmm. that makes it really hard to follow a vegan or plant-based lifestyle Mm uh keto what the keto vegan pyramid for um looks like is when you don't have that when you don't have the base and you take that out right when you take that out right avocados olives coconut butter or anything really coconut based like coconut flakes and dark chocolate which is ridiculous (laughs) i mean i just uh, avocado olives coconut butter or coconut and dark chocolate really uh, yeah. So the, again, that's not, I don't think that's very sustainable. And, and I really personally, and again, we always say this about any show where we talk about anything nutritional or medical or anything. This is not something I personally would do. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, when you're, when you're looking at the vegan side of it, again, you're looking at because you there's no meat, there's no, uh, vegans don't even eat, uh, have dairy or eggs. So that's out. So protein would then come from pea protein, hemp protein, nuts and seeds. I mean, that's really limiting. Um, And then of course, green leafy vegetables are okay. Hemp seeds, nut butters are okay. But when you look at that, even if you're eating leafy greens, if you're not eating any type of fruit or anything like that, you're missing out on serious amounts of certain nutrients. Well, and, and fiber. I mean, that's the other thing. So that's why uh, constipation is Mm -hmm. uh, and stomach issues are problems and all of that. So, you know, again, I am not one. I I think I've talked about this on past episodes where I am not one that prescribes or prescribes. (laughs) I'm (laughs) not one that subscribes to any particular plan because I have had issues with eating in the past starting from when I was young, just having what I consider eating disorders. And uh, I just can't get there, despite having to lose weight myself right now. Uh, We've done Weight Watchers for a while, but it's very triggering for me. And it makes me go way out of whack with my eating. So I'm just trying to be sensible and moderate and really paying attention to what feels good to me. And actually just looking at some of this stuff makes me feel bad. <laughs> so, so this is not something we will be trying. But hopefully this has given you some insight into what the ketogenic diet is. For us, as we mentioned, this doesn't really seem like something we would be interested in or uh, even trying for a little bit. <laughs> you know, but some aspects of it, I think, make sense. I think as far as eliminating sugar as much as you can, at least mm-hmm. greatly reducing it, particularly, you know, because you have diabetes issues and uh, I think some of that makes sense. And again, I think it's about taking, I try to take from things, even if it's something I don't believe in or something I don't necessarily would follow myself. I try to take something out of it to say, okay, well, is there anything useful to me in this at all? And I think there's some useful things. I just don't think it's something that I would be interested in following. Okay, yeah. So I, I think that what you were saying about, you know, how reducing sugar or eliminating sugar, I think that's a good thing. And you know, that's a that's a common denominator of a lot mm-hmm. of these things is to reduce sugar and reduce things that that may be uh, negative. So, well, yeah, and I'm not saying this is a good diet at all. I'm just saying that, you know, having to put together the outline myself, uh, I always there's certain things that make sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think it just doesn't make sense as a whole. <laughs> right. So, for example, the emphasis on some of the healthier fats like avocado, olives, uh, 
that kind right. of thing. That makes right. sense. And maybe getting some of the protein, uh, the protein also, that's a thing where vegans mm-hmm. some and veg- and newer vegetarians struggle with, well, where do I, where do I make sure I'm getting a- enough protein? Of course we know because we've been vegetarians for a while that a lot of plants have protein, but right, right. you know, the protein pea protein, the hemp protein, that kind of thing is, are also, I think, positive things. So, That's true. but overall, this is not anything we're going to be trying. This is not <laughs> something we're advocating at all in one bit, but we just want to put the information out there for you to make a decision on your own. If this is something that you would want to look into for yourself. Awesome. All right. So with that, let's move into the recipe of the week. All right. So the recipe this week comes from our very, very dear friend, and food blogger and awesome recipe creator and amazing food photographer, Tracy Antonovich. Yes. And yes. we need to schedule a Skype call with her. I told yeah. her we would. Yeah. We haven't talked in a we while. Talk, so. Yeah. We used to talk regularly. So she is, um, uh, her website, she is The Kitchen Girl. And her website is uh, thekitchengirl.com. And we'll have the link. And the recipe we have um, borrowed from her, or with her permission, of course, is Instant Pot Vegan Tuscan White Bean Kale Soup. (laughs) That's a mouthful. Uh, And, uh, you know, because a lot of people in the Peas and Carrots group talk about their Instant Pots and have questions about, well, how do you use that? How do you use yours? Or what, you know, how do you make this kind of beans? Or what kinds of things do you make in it? So... I thought, uh, I thought you thought, (laughs) I didn't pick this one. I'm so used to saying that, uh, that this would be a really good one. And I agree. I mean, I think it's great. Yeah, just, just so you guys know, her, her site is not plant-based, but she does have a lot of plant-based recipes out there Mm -hmm. or things that you can make plant-based as well. Right. And she's very responsive. So I'm sure she would be happy to help you out if you had any questions about any of her recipes. Oh yeah, definitely. And this recipe is uh, vegan and it's gluten-free and it's freezer friendly. You know, and I should say, I, even though we're friends, so I have, ex- we're friends on Facebook and, you know, we, we have her, I am subscribed to her Facebook page and all that. I, she is one of the emails that I keep in my mm-hmm. inbox, uh, her, yeah. the minimalist baker, because when you pull up her, her emails, you see all sorts of yummy foods and she has right there. Boom, boom, boom. This is what mm-hmm. I've just published as far as recipes. So you can easily pull one of those recipes off and save it for the week. Yep. Uh, so check that out. And you might, uh, again, she's not one of these that is spamming you all the time with a bunch of emails. She really puts out quality emails, which is. Yeah. And you know, if you're on Facebook, I would follow her on Facebook as well, because she always also puts all of her, her recipes and posts and and article links and everything on Facebook. And then she's very, very active on Pinterest as well. Cool. So if you're into Pinterest, look her up. All right. The product this week, the product we are talking about this week came from a listener of the podcast who left a comment on the show notes on our website at vegetarianzen.com. And the episode was, what was the episode? 242. 242, Fresh Ideas for Vegetarian and Vegan Lunches. And the person who left it just left the initial T. So hi, T. Thank you for the comment. <laughs> the, the comment they left was, if you buy a vacuum food jar... A wide mouth thermos intended for food. You can you can greatly expand your packed lunch options. You can have hot soups, stews, pasta, rice, and beans, etc. There are even products that have three separate food containers that all stack together into an isol uh, insulated sorry insulated not isolated <laughs> insulated thermos. I have one made by and I think it's pronounced Cook 
K-U-U-K. Okay. K- Let's just say that. I'll buy that. Uh, with stainless steel containers, so you do not have to have... Uh, I'm sorry. So you do not have to have hot food stored in plastic. That's what it said. Mm. Okay. This allows you to have three different hot dishes and carry them easily. For example, you could have soup, rice, and tofu, or beans, veggies, and warm tortillas. Mm-hmm. And so we will have a link to this. I looked it up on Amazon. I don't have the exact price on here. I didn't put the price on here, but it wasn't it wasn't terribly expensive. I can tell you that. But uh, here is from their description. It says, um, maybe you can look it up while I am doing this real quick. It says, easily pack multi-part meals and keep uh, foods separate until lunchtime with this large capacity insulated lunchbox from Kook. The container features double-walled, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Double-walled vacuum insulation, superior technology to ensure your food stays hot all day. Three separate compartments. We talked about that so you can keep the dry and the wet foods separate and the hot stuff I mean, obviously, it's probably, it's insulated, so it's going to keep it warm. I don't know how long it keeps it warm, but it'll keep it apart from your other stuff. Uh, only 100% food-grade materials were used in this construction of this lunchbox with a 304 stainless steel body and highly high-quality silicon lid. So that sounds like a pretty quality item. When I, Again, the picture looks amazing. Did you find it? I I am looking. I am finding a lot of uh, that's of okay. Their non BPA yeah. plastic ones. I haven't found the stainless. Yeah, one, it was kind of at the bottom. Yeah, uh, they have a lot of plastic. Yeah. So that's the other thing. If you don't want the stainless steel, you could they go down and lot. get the, yeah, the plastic they look ones good. as well. Yeah, and then for some reason, there's flip flops. Right. <laughs> well, we will have a link, yeah, but we'll I'm pretty sure it was under thirty dollars, anyways. All right. So the question this week. What is the question, Larissa? The question is, if you've, uh, I'm, I'm still on. Oh, on okay. I'll thing. ask the yeah. question then. There you go. What are your thoughts on the keto diet? And is this something that you would try? Again, there's people on YouTube that say it works for them and that's what they do. So is this something that interests you at all? If so, let us know. You can head out to the show notes and leave a comment there at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 247. You can also head out to our public facing Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or you can join the peace and carrots. What up guys <laughs> at facebook.com forward slash uh, groups forward slash vegetarianzen. Again, you will be hit up with two questions and we would greatly appreciate you answering those questions. Now, how many people do you think just said, what up in their cars? I know now whatever. that there I are know. some out there that say that. That's awesome. All right. Uh, the other thing I want to make sure to do is to let you know that today's show is sponsored by our Golden Apple Roundtable, who are the supporters of our Patreon campaign at patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. If you head out there, you will see a video of Larissa and I talking about vegetarian zen and our mission. You'll, and then on the right-hand side, you're going to see some support levels. And there are folks that support us on a monthly basis from anywhere from a dollar up to $50 a month, which greatly helps keep this show going. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for helping us to uh, keep the podcast running. Thank you very much and help. Thank you for helping us to get new mics. <laughs> we desperately need. <laughs> yeah. And then also, uh, we want to direct you to our eBay store. So as I mentioned previously, Larissa and I, we were talking about what we do now as far as we're podcasters, we're full-time podcasters. And then we are vintage item alchemists. 
I think is what I landed <laughs> on because we like to go out to estate sales and purchase vintage items. And a lot of this stuff is very hard to find, but we uh, find these treasure hunting at estate sales and we put them out on our eBay store. So how do, how do we get people out to, Oh, our um, store well, name is old San Antonio trading post. And we will have a link to that in our show notes. How mm-hmm. can people, if they just go to, out to eBay, how do they check us out? Uh, you would search for seller. Uh, there's an advanced option in the search and then you just click on the advanced and the search for seller. Our seller name is um, the number two underscore Southpaws. All one word. So that's our seller name. Our store name is Old San Antonio Trading Post. So you can think about it this way. We upcycle a lot of that stuff. So these are old products that we are bringing back. We have a few new products, but mainly I would say 90% of our inventory are products that we found Mm -hmm. out in an an estate sale so if you're looking for vintage tupperware or corningware or pyrex or you know anything like that or that old doll that you had when you were a kid and and uh you you'd love to find another one check us out because chances are we might have i love going to an estate sale and going oh my gosh i had this as a kid this is so awesome we do that a lot (laughs) all right i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 